This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for February 10th. Today we celebrate Saint Scholastica. Twin Scholastica and her brother Benedict were born in Italy in 480. Little is known of their early life, though we do know that brother and sister were separated when Benedict left home to study in Rome. Years later, when Benedict established a monastery at Monte Cassino, Scholastica used his rule to found a religious community for women five miles away. The two visited each other annually. Because women were not permitted inside the monastery, a nearby farmhouse became their meeting place. There, brother and sister would spend hours praying and discussing spiritual matters. Around the year 542, they had their final meeting. Sensing her death was close at hand, Scholastica begged Benedict to stay with her until the next day. He protested that he couldn't spend a night outside the monastery without violating his community's rules. But a severe thunderstorm broke out and prevented him from leaving. Scholastica considered it God's answer to her prayer. Brother and sister parted the next morning. Three days later, Scholastica died. She was buried in the tomb Benedict had prepared for himself. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. women, our bodies are wise and marvelously equipped for the process of giving birth. It is ingrained in our very design and being. It transcends all other experiences, creating a unique dichotomy wherein we feel equally powerless and empowered. And yet, it is not the hardest part of the journey of giving birth. For as the child is birthed, so is the challenging experience of parenthood, which will turn us upside down and inside out. It is good, then, that as we call on his name, that Elohim, our Creator, holds us all in his mighty hands. Speaking life is our destiny, from our first cry, and our legacy, to our last breath. Written by Alison Updahl. At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. Umary.edu. That's umary.edu. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. We are back. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Live on your Upper Midwest Real Presence Radio Network. We're in hour two already, coming up on three, actually four now, minutes past the hour. The time just flies. I, I wish I could do this for... Uh, three hours every day. I, I always kind of envied guys like Rush Limbaugh or whoever. You just sit down and talk for three hours a day. It's it's easy to do. It's it's fun. You know, all my producers do the technical work. Um, but uh, I only get two hours every so often. And we're in the second hour of my show. My next guest made an impression on me when I when I brought uh, 
my new priests uh, of the new priest workshops of the uh, program I run for the Diocese of Bismarck, when I, when I brought them to daily Mass at the cathedral. Uh, we're going to get to all of that, but Nicholas Qualick is my next guest. He's a, he's a news anchor for a local station here in Bismarck, North Dakota, and uh, I, I have a, a lot to learn about him and, and ask him. Nicholas, good morning. Good morning, Monsignor. It's great to have you. Good to be here. First, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I've, I have to say, this is quite a lineup you have today. You have Steve Ray, you've got His Excellency, and then you've got me. <laughs> so, so I feel quite honored. Those are the two. We got two guys on base, okay? So <laughs> that's you, right. We just need an RBI. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I'm actually originally from the Cleveland, Ohio area. I've been here since October 2019, moved from Texas, of all places, and I moved here, and about a couple days later, we remember we had that big October snowstorm, so that was a nice welcome okay. <laughs> to North Dakota. Um, but yeah, I've been here for, like I said, almost, it'll be three years coming uh, this October, and uh, I've just really fallen in love with the place. Um, so. so tell us a little bit about your career, your education. Sure. How, how did you get to TV? How did you get to news? How did you... Sure. It's, it's uh, as they say, it's a long story. So I, I'm originally uh, from Cleveland, and um, people say, well, how did you make the decision to jump into TV? Well, I, I thought I'd be one of three things. I'd be either a conductor, I'd be perhaps a priest, or uh, I'd be involved with TV somehow. So I chose music first, um, went to Kent State, and for a lot of reasons that will take a lot of explaining, uh, that didn't work out the way I thought I would want to. So then, in between the time I started the TV biz and and uh, music, I had to figure out a way to make money, and that was right around when the economy happened. That whole problem back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So I worked in sales for a couple of years, and that's really how I got to learn how to interact with people. You know, someone's refrigerator breaks. You know, you 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 empathize with them, and you try to get them as much help as you can. You know, you sell them a piece of furniture. You, so you really get to know people on a more intimate level as far as their background, what they need. So I did that for a couple of years, and my, my now wife at the time, she, she said, do you want to do this for the rest of your life being in sales? And I said, you're probably right. So I discovered a broadcasting school in Cleveland. Took a, That took a year to go through, and uh, eight months after graduation, I moved to Rochester, Minnesota, which I was very pleased to find out. That's one of uh, my former diocese, and I'm happy to say that's part of, obviously, the Real Presence Radio Network. So yeah, if Bishop cool. Quinn, Monsignor Mann, uh, Father Luziba, if you're listening, my prayers are with you. So spent two and a half years there, came home, taught at the school that I went to for a year, and then... I went to Texas, Wichita Falls, Lawton, Oklahoma area for almost two years. And then my news director there at the time called me about a month before I, my contract was going to expire and said, they called from Bismarck, North Dakota. And I said, oh, really? <laughs> so they flew me up oh, and, yeah. and I did an interview and, um, and here I am. Uh, and again, that was October of 2019. Of 2019. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, Nicholas Qualick is my guest. He's a news anchor for a local station here uh, in, in, in Bismarck. Um, Nicholas, uh, let, let's start with your, your faith. Sure. You're, you're, you're a Catholic. Mm -hmm. um, you were serving Mass, uh, a daily Mass, when I, when I brought uh, our new priest there before, while we were in programming. Um, tell us about your Catholicism, uh, your mass serving, your involvement, what it means to you, uh, before we get to how it affects your professional life, mm -hmm. 
Tell us about your Catholic faith. I can remember back when I was probably in the second grade, and I was just fascinated with what was going on. Of course, when you're that age, you don't necessarily comprehend of all that's going on, but I knew there was something bigger. I remember we had an Advent service at the parish that I belonged to, and got, as a matter of fact, got married in uh, back in 2019. And I remember we had an Advent service, and I was so excited because I got to go down the aisle with Father and all the other kids, and I thought, woo, this is, you know, again, something, you know. Um, and then, you know, my parents, I'm one of four siblings, so every Sunday we were at Mass um, and uh, just have been involved really most of my life, Eucharistic minister, reader, server. And like most servers, you know, when you get to that high school age, you say, okay, well, this isn't necessarily cool, or you don't really do this beyond a certain age. Um, so then after I came out of college and then, like I said, went through all different kind of jobs, and then I moved to Rochester, I thought, well, how can I get involved? And I, I said, you know, do you have adult service? Because I had seen other parishes I'd been to for funerals and so on. Because, as most servers will tell you, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty big honor. And it's as close to, you know, uh, physically as close to the Eucharist as a layperson can get, uh, and and to help out the, the priests and the deacons. So, um, so then when I moved here, I had mentioned that to our our now rector, Father Eli, and I said, "Do you have any servers? Because servers, especially the new ones, need a little guidance." And you know, they were happy to have my help, and uh, were I'm so very pleased that I'm able to help out with that. But it's just a, a beautiful ministry, just like there are so many others. And uh, Nicholas Kolick is my guest, a news anchor on a local yeah. station here in Bismarck. Uh, before we talk about how your Catholicism affects your professionalism, sure. tell us about your day. We, So, you know, I'm, I'm starting supper, uh, maybe having a gin and tonic if I don't have meetings <laughs> at night. You know, you just... Yes. Um, and uh, there there you are. Uh, mm-hmm. And you're, is, what, what happens before that? Before I turn you on. Sure. So uh, typically, although it's uh, more recently, I've been serving daily Mass at the cathedral five days a week. um, And uh, that's at 8 o'clock. Usually I'll come home, uh, take a nap. Otherwise, it turns into a long day. So this is one of those longer days, but certainly worth it to be here with you. This is your nap time. That's right. (laughs) Uh, But come home, do a little exercise, kind of, you know, take care of whatever needs to be done around the house or if there's like uh for tomorrow i know i have a couple interviews um just so kind of read do a little reading um and then i'll get ready usually and then i'll be in the office around two and i'm there about ten forty-five. So. Two to ten forty-five. Mm-hmm. so from two to five you you get your uh programming done correct yes we have producers although sometimes you know Myself and my co-anchor will will have to produce some of the shows, but uh, you know we have a lot of input. We help the reporters look over their scripts, uh, make sure everything is kind of. Uh, and then up you have to wait, so to speak, from five thirty to ten. More or, more or less waiting. Dreadful. I mean, huh? Yeah. Well, it's it, it's on a, what what they call a slow news day. It, you know, yeah. your patience is tested. But no, it's always about trying to help as many people as you can, uh, being active. And I think how different is your five o'clock newscast from your ten? Our five o'clock uh, uh, is probably the most unique in the fact that we present the most amount of national news uh, during that because what we try to do is cover as many stories that kind of people may not miss because I think sometimes we have to keep in mind that not everybody who watches the 5 o'clock or the 6 o'clock or the 10 o'clock will watch another newscast. One newscast, that's it because 
people I talk to nowadays seem well, to not be able to. I lived in Dickinson before I moved here. I <laughs> uh-huh. love the Mountain Time Zone. Oh yeah, for TV programming. Oh sure. I sure. mean, the Super Bowl started at four thirty. How good can it? You <laughs> right. know, and the, the news was at nine. I, so I'm in bed. I, I'm not gonna uh, unless you know I smell smoke or something. I have, I have to be called out to anoint. I'm I'm sleeping by ten. Sure. Trust me. Yeah. Um, so I don't see that, but I, I see the, and so at 10 o'clock late now, so I'm, what am I missing now? Some of the local stories, some of the uh, feel good stories, uh, what, what do I want to say? It's a combination of everything. Like you said, you, you, as we say, that's how we get people to watch. You just have to watch to know what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get it, you don't get it. That's like right. The Washington well, Post says. and that's why we have our, our website. So you can always mm-hmm. go back and review it. So, and, but the good thing is for people is we do live stream. Um, so if people can't get in front of their set. Open the phone, open the uh, tablet, and there you and there we are. Right, right. How do you de- how do you decide what what's important? Now, um, I I, uh, I have on my uh, TV at home a, a peacock, mm-hmm. and and I and I like to watch the BBC news. Aha! Okay. I, I like to watch European news sure. because you you hear stories that that you don't hear. You you hear elements that that you don't hear here. Um, how do you decide with everything going on? Where you're going to spend your time to broadcast? Mm-hmm. Well, we focus on local news uh, because I think that's what people living in areas like this want to see. I mean, we have, of course, national news, and if people want to watch that, that's that's what it's there for. You know, like I said, we will try to cover certain things. You know, especially when it involves the president or the budget or certain things like that. But we try to stay local and try to tie it all in. So if it is something that's you know related to what's going on nationally we tried to uh tie it in here and you did uh i'm sure you had a covid story oh, you, yes. you probably had a national covid story and you mm-hmm. interviewed me then yes uh, uh, on how it affected yes. me locally mm-hmm. in this so that's kind of what you're talking about right you have an, you, you know this is going on nationally you know kind of here's how we're dealing with it here mm-hmm. so to speak yes. so so i see who brings stories to you uh we go out and find a lot of them but people will email us and, People don't necessarily call that much anymore uh, because I think technology is just right at people's fingertips. And uh, but yeah, most people will uh, will go out and find them. In other words, uh, or what do you mean they don't call you anymore? I think most people, like I said, you know, they email us to say, "Hey, I saw this." You know, it's more instant. You don't have to sit there and wait and dial a phone number. And right. So okay. Yeah. And then you say, "Hey, you know, maybe this sounds good. This sounds cool." Um, yeah. And especially now with uh, Zoom, I mean, it's so it's so accessible. Uh, mm-hmm. So that that makes it easier for everybody. We're going to do a short break. I got I got questions about faithful citizenship and the responsibility we have mm-hmm. to know the news. I, I want to know the the worst thing that's happened to you on the air. We're going to talk about that too. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what's maybe All nothing's right. happened. Everybody's got to have a story. We do. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Qualick is my guest. He's a news anchor from a local station here in Bismarck. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. Uh, we're going to be back in just one moment. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. All right, we're coming up on 18 minutes past the hour. Nicholas Qualick is my guest, and I can only hold him till 29. So we got about 11 minutes Nicholas Qualick is a news anchor of a local station here in Bismarck. Delightful, he just expressed what his Catholic faith means to him. How does your faith affect your professionalism, your work? So I, I, was, I was anticipating this question, and I thought back to what our Holy Father talked about, was meeting people at the peripheries. And some people, I guess, may regard North Dakota as a periphery. Um, Glad we're, we're happily yes. a periphery. <laughs> Trust me. But just stay where you're at. I think... When you go out and meet someone that you've never met for the first time and you're trying to tell their story and, and empathize with them, they might be at their own peripheries. So you you try to make that connection and realize that, you know, I'm not just here to do my job. I really want to listen. And the difference between hearing and listening, you want to listen to what they say, tell their story, make it accurate, and say, how does this affect our viewers sitting at home. How could someone learn from this, whether positive or negative? How can this affect their lives and make it better? So that's what I try to bring when I tell my when I do my job is try to affect people's lives and hopefully help them live a better life because of the stories I'm telling and the information I'm bringing them. One of the more traumatic classes I took in junior high was current events. Mm. Mr. Thuy. God rest his soul. Uh, we had to read the we had to know what was he, we had current event sure. tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lady Diana, uh, Lady Diana Spencer. I remember these answers. This is what was happening when I was in junior high. Um, why should I? Wa- why should I watch the news? Why should I watch your news? You know, that's a great question, and, I, and that's a question that uh, we talk with people all the time. Because I think, in, to be a better human, you want to be involved and know what's going on because that's how you relate to people. That's how you're able to empathize with other people. You're able to understand that, hey, even if this is happening in five states away, that could happen to me. 
And I think that's kind of going on with what's happening now in our world with the pandemic is because it's not just affecting you or I, it's affecting people all around the world. So that way we're all able to be on the more human level, if you want, and being able to relate to say, we are sort of all in this together. How do I know, how do I know that, that it's true? That what you're telling, because, you know, you can see, there's, there's disinformation, there's mm. different contexts, there's two sides of a story. It's like, you know, you present something, yeah, that, that's true, but, you know, uh, so I know, to be a faithful citizen, I, I, I need to know affairs, and we, we live in a community. Mm -hmm. um, but how do I know that what you're saying is accurate? At some point, just like Steve was talking about with the Bible, you have to trust the origin. Mm -hmm. um, you know, now that's not to say we're always going to get it right, but we do our our best every day to check our facts and check our sources. But at some point, people just have to say, you know what, these are the professionals, and we trust them. Have you ever refused a story where you know it's wrong or not entirely accurate? Um, I, I, I can't say I have. I mean, that's exactly why we do our job, and we understand, you know, and we say people may not be giving us all the facts, and so we say, well, give us more information, then we can help you out. You know, people will try to make a story, and it's said, well, well, what's, what's the story here? And there's not enough information, so, but to, I haven't necessarily refused the story before. Nicholas Qualick is my guest. He's a, a very active Catholic, and he's a, a news anchor for a local station here in Bismarck. What's the worst thing that's happened to you live on it? Do you have a, do you have a, like a seven second d delay or, uh, uh can, can you, uh, what, what's, how does that work? We don't have, I don't, we don't have a dump button more okay. or less. <laughs> so if something does uh, happen, uh, as they say, the mics are always hot, <laughs> uh, but fortunately, Presume. presume they're hot. Presume they're hot. Yes, that has not happened to me. Fortunately, um, I do remember one. It didn't happen on air, but I I had worked a, a double shift back in Rochester. I, I had a morning show, so I had been up at four o'clock in the morning, and then I had to come back and do our nine o'clock p.m. news, and that was on New Year's Eve. And I fell asleep at six o'clock, and I got a call at eight thirty saying, "Where are you?" And I said, "I'm on my way," <laughs> and I made it just in time. So, yeah, those 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 split shifts can be a little. Uh, tricky, but uh, that was probably the worst thing I'd say has happened. I remember as a kid, and I was very, you know, the, one of one of the first news stories that made an impression on me was the Iranian hostage crisis mm. of 1989. I was a 13-year-old boy when our 54 Americans were held for over 400 days, and I, I, I remember, you know, the, the newscast started with that, day 129, and, and Walter Cronkite. A lot has changed with the information age and um, how we get our news. Uh, where are we? I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Where are we in the news industry, Nicholas? <sighs> Boy, that's save the tough ones for last. <laughs> you know, I... I, I, I I think obviously we've, it's certainly been a challenge um, for all involved the past couple of years for reasons I don't necessarily have to go into. Um, I, had, I had talked with someone a couple months ago about you know how prophetic the words of our, our Pope Emeritus Benedict about the uh, dictatorship of relativism and how people seem to have uh, sometimes this idea of, well, there maybe is not necessarily a truth. Um, but we know, like I said, um, when things happen, and it's out there in front of you, and it's quite obvious it's, that's what's going on. Um, so we try to do our job as best we can with the information we're given, just like every other local news station. Uh, who's your co-host? Uh, Brooke is her name, Brooke Williams. Uh, and um, 
how how do you I don't want to ask how you work together, but I'm I'm a viewer. Sure. Um, you know, prepping my supper and okay. I, I can tell there has to be chemistry between Certainly. you. Certainly, yeah. Um, and I, I think there is. We can we can tell, right? If you're mm-hmm. faking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. uh, what, yes. what, is, what, is, what is the value of a co-host mm-hmm. for you? Well, with a co-anchor, I mean that's your partner. I mean co-anchor. Is yeah, the word. yeah, sure. And so um, there's a lot of different responses. It's you know it's someone who shares responsibilities that you have. Um, you know, obviously it's a it's a great thing to have her. We work well together. Uh, uh, and especially on days when one of us has the day off, we we I would think we we both miss each other because <laughs> more work falls on that one person. Uh, but yeah, we get along great, and uh, it's just nice to have an extra set of eyes for not only ourselves but our our colleagues, our reporters, and everyone else involved in the business. Uh, I enjoy the radio. Uh, you know, I don't do this for a living. Uh, I don't you know. Probably what could, it would be. Uh, Well, I, uh, do, do you do you feel exhausted at at ten thirty? How do you are you happy, exhausted, both? Sometimes, depending upon how well the newscast goes, you know. Um, I think one of the common misconceptions is we just kind of sit there all day and get go on the air and read, and it takes a while because right. you have to prepare, and you, there are you know words will get you, as they say. Sure. Um, so it's it is it's a, it's a lot of practice. It's making sure you format the script in the way you talk, and so it makes it yeah. Uh, easier when you can do that. Uh, if I'm up by 10.30, which is 100% unlikely, <laughs> um, I can just turn it off and go to sleep. But you got to go home. you got to unwind. Sure. Oh, um, yes. And I, I know that there are night shifts, but you also have to look good. And you and you you you're a good looking man. You got a good voice. Thanks. You you, you got to continue to look good, yes. right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. You can't come in with a sunburn. You're you're conscious about all that, yeah. right? Makeup helps too. So. <laughs> so, yes, I do my own makeup. Yes, uh, let's do, just get do that you clear. really? Oh yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's not much to it, so it doesn't really help. People have told How me. How long that does that much, take? But, oh, it takes ten minutes. So. And then you got to take it off when you go home. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, and uh, do you look bad without? Does a man look? Bad I don't know. Without? You. I don't know. You all tell me. You look good now. My wife says, you know, I look all right. I guess. Is it the lights so. that you? Because you, you look good. Yeah. Now. You've well, got color. Yeah. It, uh, Even in, while you're supposed to be napping, <laughs> you, you still. That's yeah. The, I mean, yeah. There is a, there's a lot of lighting. A lot of people don't necessarily they see ground level, but they don't see all the lights to kind of. Is know, it hot? Bring out is the imperfections. No, because it's most of them, they're all LEDs. They're LEDs. Now. Yeah. Back in the day, it was. Very oh yeah. Hot. Yeah. So you you know you, fortunately you won't hear a light bulb pop every so often. Mm-hmm. But uh, and the kid that gives you the countdown, mm-hmm. he's just like a high school kid or. No, actually, we have some uh, college kids. Some a lot of, some of the kids that have worked for us, um, you know, have gone to local colleges and they're interning and they'll that's just kind of how they break and get get the old foot in the door, as it were. And so. then you got a producer that works the boards and brings the stories up. Producer, we have a sound person, we have a video person, so there's a lot of people. Involved. What do you say to the guy when you when you like introduce a story and it's not there? What honestly, what do you say to him at the end of the show uh, when it's messed up? Nothing, because they know what's happened, and so the <laughs> well, less they, you they, have to kind of. Okay. Oh yes, yeah. Um, well, this is this has been delightful. Yes. Uh, thank you for coming on Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Uh, we we appreciate your support of of Real Presence Live, and I, I like interviewing people like this. You have a an unusual job. There's not a lot of news anchors mm. that we we see. How, what's the grocery store like? People, do they do people look? Because for me. People, like when I'm dressed normally and like they look at me, I was at the rodeo. Mm-hmm. 
on Friday, and a lot, a lot of people, uh, sat, Saturday night, a lot of people knew me, but people look at me, they stare at me. They stare at me because they're like, I, I know that guy, mm-hmm. but I don't, I, 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 how's, the grocery, how's grocery shopping for you? Know, uh, people will say hello. You know, people are kind of to themselves. That's what I know, and that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. But I'm happy, I'm happy to know that when people say hi, at least I know they're watching. Yeah. So, and I appreciate everybody that, that says hello, and, and I, we appreciate them watching. Because so. you can't go anywhere. Oh, I, I mean, I can. You know, I, it, it depends upon where. But like, I well, said, maybe in Vegas you could disappear. Uh, yes, going back home to Ohio is is it, it's it's nice once in a while to just be Nick as opposed to oh hey it's that guy. You know? Sure, so. sure. And and the difference between radio and TV is that uh, three seconds of dead space in radio is an eternity, mm-hmm. and so you you have both. Uh, you you're dealing with more senses on TV. Sure, uh, you not not just uh, hearing but but also seeing mm-hmm. and 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 feeling. That that passion you you have mm-hmm. uh, for for the news. Yeah. It's kind of like music, you know. Sometimes it's it's the music that makes it the silence because you know, especially when it's a. If there's ever a trade profession day, I I like you know you do my show, I'll do your show. Okay, well I, I, we'll <laughs> have to work on would, that. Would Brooke allow that? Uh, well, that's not up to her. That's up to <laughs> up, up to the higher powers at be. So, okay. Nicholas Qualick, you're a good soul. Uh, Thank you very he's much a, he's a news anchor here at a local station. Uh, you're a cathedral member. Yes. Uh, uh, faithful, happy. acting, practicing Catholic. He serves Mass often there, mm-hmm. and he um, is a professional man, uh, a, an upfront man. You, you walked in here going on for 30 minutes, ha- having no idea uh, <laughs> what I was going to ask you. And, you know, if you've if you're been on TV that long, you're gutsy anyway, right? Well, we nervous? try. We Were you try. nervous at all? No. 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 <laughs> if you, you're not a, there was no makeup involved or anything. No, so. and the best part is no one's going to boo, you know, <laughs> no, bad, no matter how bad a radio that, guest I am. That's so. right. Join us again okay Please, and, love to. and if if trade profession days is in play okay uh let me know i i i can put on makeup too you got it okay but you can't put uh, what do they say lipstick on a pig <laughs> <laughs> all right Sorry. we're gonna take a break here uh, this has been fun my name is monsignor schumacher this is your upper midwest real presence radio network we are faithful catholics uh, and we we work to be active in our faith and remember how this affects all parts of our life. And, and Nick has just told us how it affects his professionalism. And um, it's uh, delightful to hear. So as we come up on 30 minutes past the hour, we're going to take a short break. I will speak with Brenda Bergen coming up about grief and loss in life. Uh, we'll be back in just one moment. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 